22nd, the Yankees beat the Rays in the trop. I believe they're now four and three against the Rays in the trop, seven and three against the Rays on the season. I love it. I hate Taylor Walls. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. Sitting next to me is Jake. And behind the glass, but he's actually in front of the glass, we have producer BBD. As I said, brought to you by SeatGeek. Couple of announcements off the top. One, listen to this quote by Boone. Aaron, a lot of cheering in the clubhouse again. What was it about that belt presentation that had everybody going? Trevi was good. Trevi gave a good speech. Wandy gave it out to him, and that's always interesting. Uh Love, Wandy Peralta. Got the whole room going. I've decided that we're going to bring the energy on Talking Yanks because I was at Dunkin' Donuts the other day and on Monday morning, and uh, a guy said hi to me and showed me his phone, and he was listening to the podcast, and I said, oh, my God, you're listening to that now. We were so tired when we recorded that because it was like a midnight episode. And he was like, yeah, you guys sound sleepy. And I was like, that stinks. People listen in the morning when they need energy. So we got to bring the energy now, Jake, and not be sleepy. Also, the Yankees are good, so they deserve our energy. Also, we're going to be doing uh, a, like a Yes app broadcast, mm. and they did a whole announcement today for us, and that was awesome. And there was another reason, but I forget what it was. I'll throw it to you, and, and then we'll get back to it. How are you? James, Davis, everyone live with us on 11.33 on a Wednesday night. Yankees continue to be great. They come back against the Rays in the trop. Judge two homers, one literally like over the, the rings. Like we didn't know that. I didn't know there was an over the rings home run. Trevino, like an, a legend at this point. And Jim, you know my old nickname, the human espresso shot. I thought it was the flying salami. So I've got to bring that energy. A lot of people eat salami in the morning to get going. Well, a lot of people from where where you're from. It's the espresso of the meats. A lot of people in your family tree, which is really just salami tree. It's just a family of salami. Yeah. It's a lot of hanging meat. Um, Oh. (laughs) So I hope I can be your espresso. I remember the other thing. And, dude, we used to do energy apps. We used to do energy You apps. used to, before a couple apps, you'd be like, we're doing an energy. I know, and I haven't done it in a while. So I think, so we're bringing I think it's en- game time. Bringing energy apps back. Usually we fade out halfway through, but we're bringing energy apps back. Uh, we might And then, fade. dude, our office, we have like 40 people in the office now, or like 30 people, or 50 employees, 30 people. So and many people. And they are the happiest office you've people. ever, ever seen yesterday. Every time an employee said goodbye and went home, they got a standing ovation just like, all right, good job today. Have a good day. Like We have an incredible office. And we said, they were like, we're a clapping company. I said, Jake and I used to run a clapping podcast. Yeah. And Steve, who uh, does accounting for us, is a listener. And he was like, yeah, you guys used to clap all the time. 
Yeah. And I'm so upset that the clapping has gone away. And I want to bring back us being a clapping podcast. There is a very genuine, bad. There is a genuine chance we were one of the first clapping podcasts. You did say that that you think we revolutionized. Like, no, you think we proved that you can clap on a podcast. If I if I got to bet money on like first ten podcasts to clap regularly, I would easily make that bet. Top five, I'd still make the bet. Top one, there's a chance we used to clap a lot, and I think we'd normally just look at each other like. This might suck for podcast listeners because we're just literally clapping into a microphone. People kind of like it. We're going to clap. We're bringing clapping. We're gonna remember win. how much we used to clap, BBD? We used to clap. Like it was nonstop. Clap. Yeah. We got to bring clapping back. Bringing it back. Awesome. Bringing cool. Clapping so that was, that was all of my announcements yeah. at the start okay. that I wanted to get going. The Yankees win. Is my math correct? Are they now have a winning record in the trop? And then they're seven and three because they split the first series, which was two and two, two, two. in yeah. the trap. Yeah. Then they swept them. Yeah. So then they were five and two, and now they go two and one. So they're seven and three. The math adds up to me. Math adds up to me. All the wins are close. So I, as much as I want to sit here and be like the Rays stink, Yankees own them. It's good, but they are really close games, hard fought. The Yankees just are better at winning the battle now. They uh. They're really good, man. Uh, even the loss again. Going to give my same losses speech. We actually got the Yes Network stats on it. I think last episode I said like 10 of the 17 Yankees losses have been close. They came out with the actual stat that it's 8. 12 of the 18. 12 of the 18 are by two runs or less. Yeah. Which is insane. Uh, which is unreal. So, uh Again, harping harping on the loss is kind of funny in a series where they win two games again. They come back in the final one. And, man, you know, the, the starting pitchers again, well, <laughs> never mind. I, I mean, when we talk about Garrett for game one was as kind of as special as a dude could be. This team is special. This team is special. Jose Trevino, man. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> What? Unbelievable. Career high home runs. And he's how many games has he played? What? What? It's nuts. Wait, what? What? No, they just win, man. Like I, I thought they were gonna win game two, and they were two feet away from tying it. Dude, we even got paraded on. Isak Paredes. It's, it's not f- Isaac. Cameron Maben said Isak. Pretty firmly, so I'm going to follow it. Baseball reference has Isak. Isak? Yeah. Like if his name was like Edward Socrates? Like an internet sock. He hit an Isak. four yeah. homers in what, five at-bats? Are you happy for him? Kind of. That's how I felt. It was like, cool. I didn't want him doing it to Nestor. That, it, that felt fucked up. It makes his season... his. Numbers on the season feel like such funny business, and like the Rays can now almost put it as a notch in their belt. Like we've done it again, but now, now I'm over it. Was half happy, now over it. Okay. Like the next time I want to see, nope. Almost said something mean. You almost said something mean. And it's a high energy clapping episode. Don't so say anything mean. Congrats to the kid. Congrats to the kid. Had a big series. Yankees still won. I like that we knew Taylor that was going to be a short clap. Eats bugs. Yeah. Taylor Walls eats bugs. 
He's Kiermaier I mean, at shortstop. Time. Big time. You're going to like him. I'm going to dislike him. He's going to hit timely home runs against the Yankees and make outstanding <laughs> defensive plays. He's Kiermaier at shortstop. The plays he's making at shortstop are gross and timely. And he had two hits today. A guy who was hitting 158. But he gets picked off at third, which is hilarious. Sucka! Don't get ahead of ourselves. We can't do game three. We got to do game one first. Okay. That's how it's always been. Yeah. Uh, some housekeeping, which is brought to you by Manscaped, because mm. you've got to clean up around there to make sure that your house looks good. Because there used to be lawnscaping. Yeah. Out. Actually, do you know that my backyard looks amazing now? I didn't know that. Katie, my wife. Ran like all the projects, okay. and now, dude, we ex- you got to see it. I got to see it. We extended the driveway so it can fit the Dang. car and the garbage can because I used wheel the garbage can and the curb on the grass, right? And then we have a pathway yeah. on the side of the house so I can go Ooh. from driveway to the side of the house, okay. not have to step in the grass. And then it, the whole front of the backyard is patioed. I think the first time I went in your house, I went back door. I had to like sneak in. Yes, yeah. yes. And then there's I, that's my front entrance. There's walk. Yeah, I I enter the back door. That's where manscaped because I open the door and the dogs come out. Then we have a deck, and then we have patio steps that lead to the deck. And then for Father's Day, she's giving me a hot tub. Hello, which I've been asking for forever, and she wants you to manscape in that hot tub. She does. She says, please, please trim in the tub. Mm. She likes Harry hot tubs. Uh, That's her ex-boyfriend, Harry Hot Tubs. Harry Hot Tubs, yeah. He's actually selling us the hot tub. We'll get a discount. So you can uh, shave in your hot tub with the Manscaped. I do do believe it's waterproof, and they have the uh, Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0. It's the one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all. They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. Instead, this, and not instead, Inside this platinum package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, ultra premium body wash, ultra premium two in one shampoo plus conditioner, ultra premium deodorant, crop preserver, anti shaving ball deodorant, crop reviver, spray toner, anti shaving boxers, the shed travel bag, which Jake's uses even when he's home and Jess doesn't like that, and all this stuff. You can get 20% off and free shipping with code Yanks at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code Yanks. Some housekeeping. Albert Abreu's back. They traded uh, him to the Rangers for Jose Trevino. He was out of options, so he would have to be uh, designated if he stayed, didn't stay on the team. We realized that during our PPPs that they needed to get some guys in the bullpens with options. So they traded Albert Abreu. They wanted Jose Trevino. He then went to the Royals. The, the Rangers DFA'd him, and the Royals picked him up on waivers. And then the Royals... DFA'd him, and now the Yankees have him? Mm-hmm. I mean, for the Yankees to grab a guy in waivers, every other team has to not want him because they have to be last on the list, right? Maybe there's, like, rules the, if you're the team there might that be some did it or something, you can't stuff. get him back. I, I have no idea. I, I forget if it's he has to go through the whole AL first and then the NL teams get a pass at him. It could be the other way around because an AL team was waiving him. Dude, I will say the Yankees a- have, like, some sort of sometimes, like, loyalty to these guys. Like, this happened with Luizaga right. and sometimes Rule 5, where he went to the Padres, and then they returned him. And then this happened with Nestor. He went to the Mariners, and then he was a free agent, and the Yankees picked him back up. It's like if a guy goes in their system, and it's, like, a matter of options, right. and then someone snakes him, like, they still want him back. It's... It's it makes sense. To, it makes sense, Still but it's happened. To, but like every other team didn't. It's like it's kind of 
Yeah. Probably feels good for Albert to be back with his buddies. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, you know, if Albert Abreu is the 15th best pitcher in the Yankees organization and the 15th best pitcher from the Phillies organization, they're both available on waivers, you're kind of going to go with the guy you like unless you you really don't like them, but you most likely like them because they were in your organization. So, uh, Albert's back. We'll see what's going on. I'm... We're thinking we might get the notification during this episode. Yeah. That Albert will be on the way up because he doesn't have options and someone will be on the way down or out. Yeah. Banuelos would be DFA'd or Clark or Marinaccio would be sent down. They did use Clark today in a losing effort, which might be a hint, but I really, my guess would be Banuelos. They used Clark on back-to-back days. Marinaccio pitched two of the last three coming into today. Uh, And Banuelos hasn't pitched since Friday. No options, obviously, so they would potentially lose him. Uh, So, yeah, it's, you know, you kind of have it pegged. Clark, I mean, they could spin as kind of a, maybe they're going to restretch him out or something like that if they need it. Uh, Marinaccio has been valuable of late, so it would be... I don't know. I think that would be a little surprising. It, it feels like it's down to Clark or Banuelos. And Banuelos would have has not. He would have to be DFA'd, right? Yes, yes. So other teams around the league would have the chance to pick him up, and if not, he could and probably would accept assignment with the Yankees. You'd like yeah. to think, but uh, we will see. Albert Abreu made twenty six or tw- he pitched in twenty eight games last year for the Yankees. Seventeen scoreless outings. Um. He had two real bad stinkers. One was against the Rays when he just uh, didn't get an out. He was like late night Albert for three weeks there. Yeah, three extra inning appearances. Yeah, it was nuts. So, anything else housekeeping-wise? I don't think so, man. We saw a lot of former... Or not former faces, but friends we haven't seen in a while because it was in Tampa where a lot of Yankees rehab. Domingo Herman officially started a rehab assignment. Uh, I mean, something of note when you we forget how much the Yankees did. Dude, use I that didn't guy. see this. What's that? They signed Ryan Weber. Yeah, that's why he got brought up while we were watching when you said who said Ryan Weber. I said the Yankees did. They. I was excited when he back. didn't like back to minor. Right? Yeah, 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 but the okay. first the thing was that yeah. he was opting for free agency. Yeah. Like, not accepting the assignment, Checked opting for a free agency. Well, yeah, he wanted to see if any teams wanted him. Oh, dude. Yeah. Uh, to make room for to, to make room on the 40 for Outrayer, they, they designated David McKay for assignment. Yeah, two-way McKay, which I saw some people playing the spy card. Like, if he goes back to Tampa, David McKay was just a spy or a figment of our imagination, kind of a riding situation. Uh, but, yeah, Herman is, like, officially starting a rehab, so something to keep tabs on, especially when, you know, some of the names in the back of our bullpen right now are Marinaccio and Banuelos. And then they picked up a shortstop, Chris Owings, who's had a decently long... Yeah, played a lot of Major League Baseball, versatile. Uh, we saw Johnny Luizaga, who's starting his throwing program. Uh, we didn't see Chappie. We saw Zach Britton talking to Susan Waldman. Posting up, standing his ground. Post, standing as tall as you can. Yeah, yeah. Short man posture. Chest out, chin up, ten toes on the ground. 
the human meat espresso can tell you full height, Zach Britton. As she was asking some hard-hitting questions. Espresso. Why'd they pick up Chris Owings? Why not? Well, like, who's that? Like, is there room for him at AAA? He was is on there, Baltimore. Does, would, like, Jose Peraza might have, like, an opt-out come in July 1 or something? He's got the nickname CO, so maybe it's, like, to get the guys a little hype. No, I don't think that's it. No, that wouldn't add up, huh? I don't think that's it at all. Good try. Yeah. Good attempt. Is Greg Bird still playing for AAA? Oh, man. It's Greg. a slippery slope. That's, yeah. Dude, that's a slippery. He's got three nine. There's slope. a guy named Jake Bird in the majors? Yeah. You know that? What the hell? Like one of Bird and Ronald Guzman also has an opt-out coming, if not already passed, which is why they did the Jake Bowers thing. You're upset that there's a Jake Bird on your rocks and you didn't even know about it? Not going to let that. Phase you in this high energy app. Affect my high energy app. Look at UCLA guy. We're so different. All right. Well, all right. All right. I mean, they got Jose Peraza, Oswald Peraza, Ronald Guzman. They got a lot of guys. They don't, I guess they don't have a third baseman. Is Anduar still in AAA right now? Healthy? I think so. I would guess some combination of. Jose Peraza, Bird Guzman, probably Dude. someone else has has a minor league opt out in their in their thing because they have service time. That's thanks for uh, Anduar. Is he hitting in the minors since he getting sent down? Chris Owings. Okay. Yes. Three oh eight batting average, three eighty six on base. Trade Anduar or something, man. That's sad. That stinks. He wants to be traded. He's, he's better. He wants than that to be level. traded. The energy came down when I realized Andy Hart's just trapped down Let's there. Let's get away from Let's it. Let's get away from it. Let's, Let's burn game one. Italy. Let's burn game one, Jake. Are you ready? And I don't think about as you. Do you have a burn ready? Yeah. You wrote one, right? Yes. Okay. Burn, Jakey Burn. Drop it like it's hot as the Rays host the Yankees in beautiful Tropicana Field. Dumpy. Top one, HR to the Rizzo. That's the anthem. Put the damn run up. That was the only run until the seventh. Garrett Cole was feeling like a parent telling their kids they can't do that. No, no. 7.1 innings pitch. One hit from Gareth. Yanks score their second on as Choi can't squeeze it. But the Rays get it. Mark going to tie the game on Manny's infield single. Put three A's in Aaron with his RBI triple. Hicksie scores Donaldson. Sack fly by Trevino. Good fortitude by the Yankees to make it 4-2. Cole to Holmes to Daddy Wandy Yankees. Take game one and win four to two final. We've talked about this on the midweek episode a little bit, but for those that don't listen to that, we can do it again a little bit. Great burn, by the way. Uh, hell of an opening line. I liked it. Um, Garrett Cole flirts with a no-hitter. Yankees have done that a bunch. We discussed that. Rizzo, the homer in the first inning off of McClanahan is nice because get him early. Because you're not, you're not going to get them often. Uh, you know, if someone's on, that's better. But we'll take it. 
And then Colin McClanahan give the people what they want, which is a pitcher's duel. And that's cool. Um, all right. So the big decision, the big topic from this is that Cole loses the no-hitter. Uh, he gives up the single to Isak. 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 That just sounds like... So, never mind. We're doing game one, right? Am I not at game one? Isak's game two. Didn't he break up the no-hitter? Oh, he broke up the no-no, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Paredes singled. Man, what a series. What a series for the kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Josh Lowe flies out, but it's the deep, deep center. Uh, right. Cole thought it. And Cole thought it was out, and I kind of, you know. I think Everyone was like, ugh. Depending um, on what ball you grabbed out of the bucket, could have been out. Yeah, so they take Garrett Cole out at that point. I guess, let me just pause there. Do you have any qualms with sending him out for the eighth? Absolutely no. I saw some people saying that. It's like, you're no. just you're just being annoying. And then taking him out after the fly ball, that was exactly how my brain worked. Yes, uh, the Rays had their uh, nine hole coming up. Uh, Mejia, they end up pinch hitting with or Mejia pinch hits for Pinto. Uh, yeah, you kind of, you have to yank Cole there. Um, he almost just gave up a two-run homer after blowing, you know, the no-no ending. You talk about that momentum switch a lot. Uh, so, no, I mean, you have, he's he's obviously going out to start the inning. And then, uh, yeah, man, I, I mean, I, I saw you were you were getting in the weeds a little bit with, with Holmes coming in. I, I think... Some people were confused by that. I was not. Uh, seemed seemed to make sense in my head. I think, I believe King had pitched 30 pitches the night before. Two nights before. Um, yes, two so nights he was, before. So he was out. He was unavailable. So, yeah, and, and Holmes, you know, he pitched 15 through 15 pitches Saturday, but he didn't pitch the two days before that. Clay Holmes has multi-inning in him, he's done it this season. So, and with how good he's been, uh, and how less than mid the Rays lineup is, uh, yeah. I mean, I I was just kind of like, okay, Holmes is going to come in for one point two, bingo bongo. Uh, he ends up having a tougher day at the office than he's had in in recent days. And when I say that, uh, Mejia hits a double, fine, good for you, kid. Uh, and then Margot hits the infield single, sixty four. Mile per hour exit velo. You know, uh, an electric baseball player, Manny Margot, he puts it in the perfect swinging bunt spot. Clay makes a robot horse effort to try to make the play, even though there was really no chance. Uh, which Throws ends it his away. Streak. Yeah, it ends his... No, uh, yeah. It we, ends his streak, in a, his. even though it was in... Oh, yeah, I mean, here was his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here yeah. was his, so... Uh, and yeah, and then he watched, walks Choi after that on five pitches. You're getting a little nervous, but he, he ends up punching Randy. But yeah, at that point, he had thrown a lot of bullets that it's kind of like, okay, so it's a tie game. Now we're going top nine. Like, would, would Clay come back out? Are you going to, who's the other option in the bullpen? Hicksy with the huge triple. A lot of, uh, man, a lot of, a lot of big hits in this series, huh? 
No, it was a bunch of good games. Yeah. Um, what's Mejia's first name? Uh, I think it's Francisco. Francisco. I'm trying to find that double again because I forget what the pitch looked like. I have it up. I can throw it up here. Do we still have the ability to put this on screen? Because obviously the swinging bunt, whatever. Can't really do anything about that. Baseball Susan, as they say. It was down the line, right? Down the line past Rizzo. I gotta listen to the Rays broadcast. What? Grounded and pass Rizzo down the right field line. I gotta tell you, if he doesn't swing at that pitch, a 2-2 pitch like that, look at this. It's center, and then it would end up, like if that kept going, look at Trevi's glove. Yeah. Would have ended up, you know, out there. I think we'd be like, what a nice pitch. Yeah. So I think you got to credit him with a. No, I mean, Clay Holmes. A nice hit there. Clay Holmes sinker is basically blitz ball. But, I mean, some people were surprised about that because they think the closer is the closer. The closer right. is the closer. But I like this new. A lot of other teams have done this. It really started with Andrew Miller on the 2017 Indians when they're like, no, he's our best arm out of the bullpen, so we're going to give him the best. Toughest guys to get Toughest out. guys, the best, highest leverage guys, maybe two innings. I don't think we need to do two innings for Holmes right now, but if he had to do five outs here, I'm fine with it. And he gets ground balls, and a double play would have ended the inning. So you're talking about potentially, likely, he got a ball on the ground. It was just fucking roped. You get that inning-ending double play. And then he can pitch, and then he gets three outs in the nine. So, yes, yeah, so I saw a lot of people uh, upset about it. Some before it happened, so credit to them for not just being second guessers. But I, my only thing that I was that I saw some people say that I'm not sure is that. So who would have come in, Wandy? You go Wandy then Holmes, mm-hmm. or Clark? Um, they said Wandy and Clark were the two options there. So, and it was, I mean, it was Mejia, Yandi, Margot. So you have, what's their uh, handedness? Well, they pinch hit Mejia. Right. Who I think is switch. Lefty. Yandy's a righty. Margot's a righty. And Mejia's switch. You're right. So it's... What up? So you're not going to go Clark there if he's your option versus righties. So, yeah, it's a good move. I, yeah. I'm fine with it. Didn't work out, whatever. And then Hicks comes through with the big hit. And I talked about that last episode that I'm starting to feel little itches of, like, I just want, I'm not sold or solid or I'm not guaranteeing that he gets back to a great form. But I'm uh, uh, rooting for it more now because he's come through in the clutch a couple times and showed a little bit of that fire that he was talking about beforehand. Like, have a little fuck you and you and all yeah. that stuff. So, and we, good game. Uh, we did a little... Uh little bit on the yes yes app on Hixie, so maybe go check that out if you if you want. Yeah, the uh, Rays threw a guy named Calvin Falker. Okay. Oh, it's not Calvin Fucker. It's Calvin Fauché. Okay. Calvin. The second time you pronounced it sounded like we'd have to bleep it. Falker. Uh, the, the time after Falker, it's Fucker. Like, there it was. Oh. That Some people have it. interesting names, you know. Sure do. Colin Poche? D. What's your name? So they have a Poche and a Fauche? Yeah. Brooks Riley? And they have like three lows? Shane Boz? I hate the Rays, dude. Yeah. Shane Boz. He thinks that if we were to rate his name, he'd get an 8 through 10. 
and it's not an eight through ten. Nine point eight is what he'd think. Yeah. Yeah. No. Boz is weird. Yeah. And it's spelled Baz, but pronounced Boz, so. You'd need a longer first name than Shane. Shane Shane Nanual. Bobby Boz. Bertrand Boz. Bertrand. Birch Smith. Them's be fine words. It's eleven fifty nine. Don't say Birch Smith. That's the only time you can say it. <laughs> the day's about to end. Yeah. You get it out and you start start anew. Gone. All right, let's do game number two. We're gonna burn it. Jake's gonna burn it. And Ooh. one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Burn, Jakey, burn, Jakey, burn. Joe's McFly and the Yankees would try to wet their beaks against Jalen and the Rays as the Yanks would try to get nasty with Nestor on the bump. There will be a parade for Yankee fans this year, but no parades today as Isak has a three-homer day. But these Yankees have fight. Hell, I caught me a Marwin two-run homer by Marwin. But that's it. That's all as Judgy sends one to the track. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Yanks come up short. 5-4 final. Did you ever ever yak back? Yeah. Those are cool. You think you can buy one on eBay right now? Yes. You know what a yak back is, BBD? Not in my book. It was peak technology. Yeah. So, 33 bucks on eBay. That's pricey, dude. So, is this thing, and... uh, you would record yourself saying something, and then it would play it back. It's <laughs> not a joke. And sometimes you could play it in reverse, though. So you could say, stop. And then it would, it would, it would record that, and then it would play The pots. technology revolution is, like, really messed up. Yeah. Because that used to be cool. No, that was a thing. People had those. You would, like, run around school, and now... And then, like, five years later, you could do whatever you wanted. Like, dude, we should almost get one of those and, like, put it in front of all the young people at the company and say, like, what do you think this is? Yeah. Wait, you just talk into it? You think there's videos of, like, this is a commercial for the Yak Back? I can't watch that right now. If it was was 15, oh, dude, I want to watch those really bad, though. I won't watch it now. Okay. Yakety, yakety. Yankees lose. Nestor gets hit a little bit. Mostly Isak goes nut job. Yeah, when a guy goes off like that, you just go, whatever, he's having a day. Felt bad for Nestor. They were squaring Nestor up pretty good. Well, um, and the other thing that was pretty ridiculous, uh, so Paredes clips him in the first, and you're like, good. All right, dude. And Nestor, I don't know. I would love to talk to Nestor, obviously. He was trying to do a little more funk. I don't know if he thought the Rays were on him, or I don't know if he thought he didn't have his A stuff. I think that was like the third inning he started doing that stuff. Yeah, well, and so Paredes gets him, and then Harold Ramirez hit with Ramirez. It was Ramirez. Uh, He hits a unicorn of a home run, uh, which means the only stadium it would have been a home run in was Tampa, uh, which kind of funny. The Red Sox and Yankees get their shit for their ballpark dimensions. Tampa just dodges it because they play in a – Big garbage they get can. shit for other stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're playing a big garbage can. So they're paying fans fifteen grand. 
to come watch them yeah. play, is what I heard. It's nuts. Of the opposing team. Yeah. So, yeah, once that happened, it's kind of like, come on, dog. And then, yeah, Nestor didn't look as sharp. Like you said, Nestor's a two-pitch pitcher, and he kind of, you know his game plan? Like, he's kind of throwing that up-and-in slider thingy to righties, sometimes throwing it 90, sometimes throwing it 81. Uh, and it just felt like he wasn't fully getting there, and the Rays were kind of getting the head of the bat on it. So, uh, looking at Nestor's savant here, they didn't have a single swing and miss on the cutter or the slider, and that is fishy yeah. when they're able to just isolate a pitch. So maybe there was something going on, and hopefully that gets cleared up and whatever. Didn't it seem like his day, whether on his end or the Rays' end, or maybe a little of both, and then Rays went full bullpen day. They got to Beaks, which was kind of cool. They yanked Beaks with two outs. DJ gets the uh, gets the big hit against Armstrong. Uh, that you're like, okay, two two game. We just foiled the opener. That's good. And then kinda, you like foiling things? I guess so. I think I was like, if I was to use. throw a surprise party, put yeah. like blood, sweat, and tears into it, fly yeah. out your relatives, and you just foil your it. Plans. Yeah. Uh, Predis is a three-homer day, dude. I don't know. And the cool, again, kind of the cool part of a loss, which I didn't think I'd say as much ever on Talking Yanks, but they're there. Marwin hits Marwin the, hits the homer. homer on a high two-strike fastball, which was, was it? Which was so funny because the Yankees were in pure get judge up to hit. Mm-hmm. Like Hicks got out and he wasn't mad he got out. He was mad he didn't get on for judgy. And then Marwin is kind of in a similar spot, and instead he just hits. A big ol', uh, and I believe it was 3-2, or no, it was 2-1. Uh, a 2-1 homer that brings up Judgy. First pitch, fastball, puts a good swing on it. Uh, he's got, I think coming into that at bat, he was 2-for-3 versus Poche with two homers. He puts his A swing on it. He just misses it. It doesn't get out. Uh, Rays survive the Yankees. Um, and Jim on the pregame show. Yes. Uh, we did, well, actually not on the pregame show, on the episode of Talking Yanks we did previous to this game, I told you guess the lineup was going to be a mess. It was a mess. And it was, they sat Judge, um, which I think 20 games in 20 days, I think his new center field usage, I think the trop, I do think the Astros series coming up played a slight factor that he sits this game. So, I mean, you know, any game you're not playing your MVP, that's tough. It makes it tougher to win the game. Yes. And wait. Oh, fucking shyster. What's up, man? Two homers <laughs> for Judge in game three after he gets sat. Isn't that three times now where yes. he's been benched and then homers yes. as soon as he comes back? And aren't two of them Multi. double homer days? Yes. yes. Did they talk about it on the broadcast? We were kind of chatting the so. whole game. That's a that's a We're three chatting. times is a fuck is a thing. And by the way, the the first one was the Orioles game that he should have three, right? It, yeah, it hit the top of the wall. I haven't. I also wasn't on Twitter that much because we were yeah. we were having a good time. We were hanging right. out in the studio. Tweet something out. I think people appreciate it. I got it. Should I like find the numbers? Do you think Katie Sharp tweeted it? I don't think. I think you're first on this, dude. That's why I said holy shyster. Oh, we heard. 
Feo in the chat says, Katie Sharp was all over that on Twitter. She had several tweets about I it. I think, I'm pretty sure you were first. <laughs> yeah, dude, I might have been first. Let me just go through her. If Katie Sharp wasn't first. Yes, they said it multiple times on the pod, oh, on the broadcast. God. Dude, guys, we were chilling in the studio, having a lot of fun with our buddies. We Sorry. noted this, this on our own. Katie Sharp, time. yesterday was the fourth game that Judge didn't start this season. Oh. In the four games immediately following, including tonight, judges eight for 15 with five homers. I mean, did you sit him sometimes? Ooh, interesting. Like, I have a question. Okay. Do you sit him in the last game of the season? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, the Yankees are going to have off. Let's wait till we get there. Dude. I mean, here's what I think. Here's the honest test. Yeah. The next time the Yankees have a big series coming up, I don't know if it's Boston. Um, I'm not counting the next Jays series, obviously. Like, the next time there's a little gap and then there's a big game, you rest, Judge, the game before that, and that's, like, the final test. When's the next time the Yankees have a big game? Because then if the Yankees have, like, a game six playoff game, I think you sit judge, and you just save it for game seven. What a goddamn joke. Me? Yes, you're always joking. No. Oh, the Yankees, tough stretch. I hope they win enough games. Three against Tampa, three against Toronto, and three against Tampa. Voice got weird there. At the if they went yeah. seven and two, yeah. So far, they've gone seven and two, yeah. So when's their next big game? These next I four mean, against technically Houston. The next four. Next four against Houston. They haven't seen Houston yet. After this. After that. They have that one rando game again. You know what? The next big game. Like if we have to check things off a list. Yeah. Because other than that, it's just get healthy and be in a good rhythm right. come postseason, and we're like that early about it. Kind of. I hope I'm not spoiled, but uh, Cole starting in Fenway. That's the next, like, that is a, I need that checked off the list because it's been such a bugaboo for him. So you're absolutely right. Uh, not to get some lead in your pencil, and we'll see if any Impossible, funny, dude. We'll see if any, it's not impossible. That's, I mean, impossible. Uh, the lead poisoning. BBD mentioned the one weird game in Houston. We have their one outlier game as we rearrange the schedule. Right now, that's going to be a joke of a game. Oh, right now it's lined up to be Colin Verlander, but we're pretty far out. I mean, it's Houston, Oakland, and then that weird game. So, dude, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think that's anything that you test theory with because it is going to be bizarre. But the fact that it's Cole Verlander... I would guess it's not going to be Cole. You think they... Just just like it's a Wednesday and then you fly to Houston, you fly out. But Cole gets to fly out early probably, which he's about that, you know? Yeah, but okay, it might be Cole. But I wouldn't be shocked if they're like, hey, we're calling Sears up to start the one in Houston because, like, we're just going to use it as a... It's like when they had the off day, the two in Arizona and the off day, and they just completely used it as a rest series. I think they would use that. They would do an Oakland Oakland game because they... Like, the Yankees as a team would be pretty pissed. Think about who the Yankees are this year. If for one game against Houston, they called up Sears for a spot spot start. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, it's we'll just see. it's a long we'll stretch. See. What if they do good in these four games? Then maybe they treat that as a joke, just as like a spite you. But we'll see. They got to beat Oakland or uh, Houston. Houston's a good team, and there's going to be four of them. Someone said their next Boston series are big. You were probably saying these Toronto and Tampa ones are big. Nothing matters, dude. The Yanks win. Well, I think you started with the next Boston series. No, just Cole start at Fenway. Cole start gotcha. specifically. Gotcha. Because he hasn't, he, he game, hasn't right. pitched well in Fenway. Right, right, right. And I want to cross that off the list. Okay. All right. Uh, that was game two. Weird lineup. I just click away from where I want to be. Sure was. Sure was. You ready for game three? Uh, give me like two minutes and just don't talk during that time. That's a long time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sure is a lot of dead air. No, I'm good. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Okay. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Game number three. On your markets at go. We're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Boz, as Monty and the Yanks would try to take the yellow brick road to a series win versus Tampa with the big lefty on the hill. Make this parade stop. Isak does it again. One nothing raise. Brutal Bruhan. It's 3 nothing Rays. Damn. But Tampa was getting judged more than a sh- gossipy table at a high school lunch. Two homers from Big Aaron Judge after seven. It's 4-3 to three. Tampa. Hit the music. Trevino. Let the rhythm take you over, Trevino. Te quiero. Winning homers. Jose Trevino puts the Yankees up five to four. Monty to Schmidt to King to Holmes. The Yankees and Joe's McFly steal victory from Tampa as they win five to four and take the series two to three final plus 15K. Wow. Why would the Yankees have lost this game? No doubt in anyone's mind. No, not a scare. I mean, it was a little bummer when they left bases loaded twice. Yeah. But whatever, it's just traffic. I mean, you'll you'll get them through eventually. Trevino hitting another a th- two strike, a three two pitch. Yeah. Out, obviously. Three straight sliders, I think. He is the Yankees. He's the pulse of the Yankees. He is a hero. Jimmy, let me close. You know what Trevino is? Okay. Now, let me take you back to a movie called Miracle. Okay. Which is based on the true event, which right. I'm actually talking about. The 1980 U.S. men's hockey team, right? Yeah. There's a documentary about it, and the Russians, they see the pure joy, uh. the pure joy that the Americans have after they win. Screaming, yelling, yep. dancing. Uh-huh. And the Russians say that they watched and they marveled, and they said, oh, that's what it's supposed to feel like to win. Because they were just winning nonstop, and they were kind of just like it was a it was their uh, military job, basically. Right. A lot of pressure. That's what Trevino's is doing for the Yankees. They're like, oh, we are supposed to be little kids playing a man's game. Yeah, there's a... He's a passion player. He's a... Bill Simmons is a basketball guy, but he very much believes in, like, there's a formulaic value to every basketball team. It's your star players, there's a couple veteran guys, there's role guys that know their stuff, there's young guys, there's guys that are super hungry, and, like, you need kind of all that in the pot to fuel each other. Like, the super hungry guy always pushes the star player, like, the, the you know, the overachiever, like, the team kind of loves him because he's that guy. Dude, the Yankees hit every chord, man. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you go up and down the team, and whether, you know, Cole and Nest are like Tyone in kind of a prove-it contract year that we don't talk about a lot. Uh, you know, Jose Trevino and what he's doing, like all the Texas Rangers playing on a winning team. Like We've talked about that briefly, but, you know, it's different. You know, it's summertime on the Jersey Shore. It's different. It's different. Every night's different. I want to say a couple things about the Rays before we stop talking oh, about them for a while. I hate them. I'm not going to point to injury. Well, no, I mean... They had a lot. They lost two more bats. It's like five bats on the bench now. They are missing Wander Franco, Kiermaier, Brandon Lau, and Zanino, which a lot of Rays series, those are guys we end up pointing at and be like, that that MF got us again. And they're like, Jake, with the accents. Uh, they're missing, I mean, some guys they knew they were going to be missing. Tyler Glass now, um, Yanni Torinos, remember him? Uh Luis Patino is out. Drew Rasmussen, who's been really good for them. In their bullpen, Nick Anderson, JT Shags, Shagwa, Pete Fairbanks, JP Fires, and Andrew Kittredge. So, there are Rays series when we've talked about literally all those guys a lot. Uh, that being said, a lot of teams have to deal with injuries. Some of those injuries were no coming into the season. And right now, man, maybe later in the season we see a different Rays team. Look at their bullpen and look at their lineup. I know they've been playing us really tough, and that's kind of Rays baseball, like a little bit of kudos to them. Uh, but this Rays team is is thin right now. They're also a wild card team. The Yankees right? are just so much better than the field right now that, you know, there's a, 10 teams in the AL saying, I wish I had that record. Yeah. Would they say like that? Uh, that was the Royals. Yeah. I think we all thought so. Yeah. I don't like looking at the names of race players. Okay. So, I gotta, I gotta get off this page. Okay. Uh, the Rays would be out of the playoffs as of today. Oh, they just knocked them out? Cleveland jumped Minnesota. The Twins would be the last wild card. Twins and Minnesota would both be in the wild card? Twins and Cleveland. Would they be playing each other, and the Yankees and the Yankees would not play the winner of them? Astros would play the winner of those two? I would have to look at it. I'm not sure. Right now, Twins would be the worst team in the playoffs. Red Sox, second worst. I believe that would mean the Yankees get, theoretically, a playoffs. Where do they winner of Cleveland, Minnesota? Oh, that's awesome. Fired up. I mean, that's... That's a path to the ALCS. Cool. All right. Anything else about this game? Um, decisions. They bring Clark in. They take the lead in the ninth. No, that was Eighth. yesterday's game. Eighth, and they're really good. Yes, I do. You know, there was a moment in this game, and man, talk about... Uh, Trust levels. Uh, The Yankees' bullpen is thin right now. I know we've been saying this a lot, and the Yankees keep rolling, and it hasn't bit us in the butt at all. Um, Right now, there's three guys that you really trust coming out of the Yankees' pen. Clay Holmes, Mike King, and Wandy. Uh, Miguel Castro was warming up 
when the Yankees were down, when the Yankees went up, they got King up. So that's kind of where we're at with Miguel Castro right now. Um, Wandy pitched back-to-back days, so he was out. Clay uh, through the 25, that was on Mon- Monday? Yes, because the Yankees lost. So he comes in and saves this game. But, yeah, I mean, you know, there's an inning there with Clark Schmidt that ideally, you know, if Johnny Luizaga and Chapman around, or, you know, back to Chad Green, like, that would be an inning that a more experienced reliever you'd have in that spot. Clark survives and allows the Yankees to come back. So, good on Clark. They had a little roar. They had Castro coming up, and that would have not been great, and then they pivot to Clay, and then Clay gets it done. King to Clay. Pivot to King, sorry, yes, yes. And King threw a pitch that you liked. King threw a pitch I liked? Maybe that was new. Maybe that was Max or... Or Gabe. There's one, or maybe it was BBD. One pitch, someone in our room spoke up. Gabe. And Gabe, and was like, that was a nice pitch from Kinger. Kyle says, Gabe reminds me him of a young me. Kyle doesn't know I've always been chunky. And loud. Not loud, Not but always and, loud. And, uh, joking. Always joking. Yeah, Gabe jokes a lot. He does? Gabe's pretty often joking. Gabe's joking. Like, Jake's always lot. joking. Maybe Gabe was preoccupied today in the stream launch. He was just chatting. He wasn't joking. He's like me. He knows his lane a Picks little bit. Picks his spots. Every time I talk to him, I'm a He's a jester? Because you're a jester. Gabe can jester. Wasn't Gabe the one doing all those home run things? I think so. What like home? The home run off the butt and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm talking about like in the room. Yeah. Like a young you. You were just dancing all the time. No. Yeah. When I was in a room of our friends, if I was in a room of people at a random fifteen years older than me, I'd. Mm, I used to tell people that you, you, anywhere we go, a circle would form around you, and you would be dancing in the middle of it. Anywhere we went, Uh, supermarket. (laughs) See, that never happened. Jake and I had some fun supermarket shopping trips together. We used to just. uh, Never mind. What? Well, what we just. Instead of unloading the cart into our mm-hmm. van, we just picked up the cart and put it in the back of the van, and then we and then we and then we took the shopping cart and carried it up to the kitchen and unloaded it in our kitchen, and then we drove it back. We brought it back. Yeah, but it was like peak laziness. Yeah, take out the bags and then it's carry a lot them all of, up. It's a lot of work to be lazy. Yes, I would say lazy. Which I respect. It's just- no, it was lazy. It was a lot of bags. Or it was just like we wheeled. Yeah, whatever. We also had this big-ass empty van, which was awesome. That's cool. Let's go to the second half of the show. Yeah. Brought to you by... You said you have that sound clip that we got before the show? Maybe we yeah. should play that to lead us into lead us into this. Yeah, okay. Second half of the show is brought to us by... Yeah, fuck a dolphin, yeah. Joe's McFarland. <laughs> Athletic Greens. I don't know if you guys have noticed. Joe's McFly's lost a little bit of... Lots of weight. A little bit of weight. Good for Joe's. Yeah. Down uh, from... Summer of Joe's. I just swallowed. Okay. Did I say down from 400 pounds? It's not the number. <laughs> That's not what the number Which... was. That's not close to what the number was. We That's all know a fib. It. Yeah, That's cool. a fib. That's a fib. That's, I swallowed. I didn't Jimmy, Athletic Greens, you may be familiar... From our company, Athletic Greens has been with us for a little while now. You may be familiar with Athletic Greens from anywhere. These guys are all over the place. And why? 
Because it's easy, it's healthy, it's delicioso. With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. The special blend of an ingredient support your gut health. Uh, uh. Your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Literally all the things uh, they use. They're constantly improving their formula based on the latest science and third-party testing recommended by professional athletes. Are they talking about me? Maybe. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. And five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash yanks again. That's athleticgreens.com slash yanks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athleticgreens.com slash yanks. Skunk in the barnyard. P-U. Skunk in the barnyard. It's you. Is that your first award? Because we're not even at that part of the show. Not even close. Dog. We're not at the part of the show. What was the skunk song that you used to sing that would get stuck in my head a lot? Oh, I'm going to tweet at Jose Trevino. Great game. Nice. Cool. What was the skunk song? What skunk song? You had a skunk song when you lived in Milford. It used to get stuck in my head. Dead skunk in the middle of the road? No, it was like... Um, That's my dad's song. Of that skunk. Living in fear of that skunk. Yeah. Because we had a skunk in our back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd it go? Living in fear of that skunk. Yes. Yeah. You see, it stuck in my head a lot. Good song. Yeah, it's a good jingle. Um, sup? You want to do uh, right, right. the sure. first award that we do? Uh, first round. You Yankee motherfucker. Jimmy. Pride of the Yankees. 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 Yeah. I messed up, so I had to over. I had to overcorrect. You you get to go first, Jimmy. Satan worshiper. This one is easy for me. Okay, James. Is it really? I haven't even thought about it. What's why is it so easy? Because if the real ones know how I pick my pride of the Yankees blindly, messed <laughs> <laughs> up. Uh, <laughs> Biebs <laughs> Kind of true No, Jim, originally Pride of the Yankees Came from my emotion While recording the podcast Yeah And James, we're in the 8th inning Down 2 runs And who steps up but The magic man You're giving, wait, are you really doing this? Jose Trevino Are you really doing that? I'm oh, doing it man. I can pivot I mean, sorry, dog. It's literally been the show the whole time. You can't fully pre-plan all your I mean, stuff because that takes away from my stuff. I, I just, knew the, his devil worshiping was going to come back. The guy hit the game-winning homer that determined our whole emotion it's of not, this series. It's not pride of the last game, you know? I know. it's what It d- decided the whole series. Two minutes ago, you're going, I don't even know who's proud of the egg. I didn't really look at it. I don't even know who's That's proud of the egg. That's a trick, keys. dude. That's a trick I do to trick you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Trevino. Jim, can I give you some stats? Sure. Uh, here's one. 
Yep. Game-winning homer today. Not really a stat. Nice. Jimmy, coming coming into today. Lit you up in floorball. Lit me up in floorball. Yeah. Kind of kind of pissed me off. Yeah. I didn't have a did I have I didn't have a regulation mask. Okay. If oh. I could have used the mask, I think I would have made a couple saves. No. Jimmy, it's funny you mentioned that. You piece of shit. <laughs> Jose Trevino, since visiting our office, coming into today, is hitting 361 with a 429 on base and a 1 dot 095 OPS. Before that, he had a 633 OPS, so that's bad. He went 0 for 20, but he also went 0 for 11 in the five games before tonight's game. That's fine, dude. You got to let it out. Mm-hmm. You got to let it out of your system. And he had a walk the other day, like, you know. Um, and a sacrifice fly in yesterday's, the, yesterday's game. So, or was that yesterday or did he play the Cole game? Um, Cole game. They've been doing every other. So, he caught the Cole game, which the pitcher in that game ended up doing pretty well. Ever since Higgy started hitting, they went back to every other. Yeah. I'm not terribly upset about it. But he was the starting catcher who's doing two-thirds, which is what, like, starter catchers do. But now it's strictly... It's been strictly every every other for, like, the last 10 games. And I think there's, like, some funny business you can do where, like, nobody's caught back-to-back days in a while. So he, he caught, like, days before and after off days, but whatever. Yeah. So, whatever it is, Jose Trevino has been playing a great brand of baseball. Uh, his numbers on the season... I mean, are pretty wild. He is now 283, 339, and 817 OPS, which the catching position, you heard us say this about Gary for years. (laughs) These numbers don't really happen. And by the way, he's the best catcher at framing pitches in the game by far. By far. So uh, this guy is a legend. And he threw out Taylor Walls today, bases loaded in a bit of a jam down. I mean, if that next pitch has to get thrown and it gets hit or something, you'd be looking at a completely different ball game. Instead, him and Josh Donaldson run a play, and Taylor Walls gets thrown out because JD builds a wall and tags him out before he can reach the base. And man, eighty-nine games last year. Have uh, I told you about for Jose Trevino? And he hit five home runs. He now has six and forty-five this year. Have I have I talked on here about how I love how he wears his hat backwards underneath his helmet? You've mentioned it briefly. Because if you were to take like a just a, a picture of him and yeah, put it in and white. black and white, yeah. it's so f- funny. Yeah, he's a catcher. He's a catcher. Yeah, yeah. Like I wonder when he knew that was the o- the only way. Like, was it age two or was it age seventeen? I don't know. Good question. And also, uh, we traded Albert Abreu for him. Who's back on the team. Right. It's weird. Hey, do you want to... <sighs> I don't get that. Do you want... Like, what do you, What would you do here? Okay. Uh, we've talked about this. Like, you know, this may last. It may not. It may be the next Gio Rochelle in, in the last couple seasons. It may be the next... Talkman last one season. It may be the next, like, you know, Mabin or, um, I don't know if Mabin's right, but, you know, last a month or two. Like, right. it's a perk. 
if he brings the catching, that that's what they're asking he for. He probably won't continue to be a one dot OPS guy. No, but what I mean, even on the season, he's seven ninety right now. He's up after today. It's eight seventeen. So then, would you try to ring this out if we're thinking of it as like a heater, or would you just keep going every other? I think kind of like BBD alluded to, if they've been con- kind of doing this every other rest day thing, and maybe there's a health side to it, and Higgy is still Higgy's started to contribute on the offensive end. I think you, it's kind of keep keep same same. Now, now that Higgy's going a little bit, like won't stop now. Like I, I think. Either way, the way the catching market is, although, you know, Wilson Contreras will be a popular name at the deadline. I think the Yankees are out. They're getting incredible contributions from their catching position at this point. They were basically ready to punt offensively on the catching position, and now they're getting contributions. And they got Rortvet in the wings. Right, Rortvet's healing up. Yeah. So that'll be, we'll see him end of August. Rortvet and Ridings are rehabbing together. Send Trevi down. Um, Will Ridings throw... A bullpen session with Rortvet. Yes. On the rehab path. thousand percent. Will there be any footage of it or will it just be written word update? No. It'll be one of the kids that do minor league updates saying... I might actually, tweet, the tweet I might say, actually tell one of them I saw them throw. And the tweet will be like, I heard Ridings and Rortvet just through a session together. And that's, that's what, like, you know, not, they, not for sure, just I heard they did. And there'll be no footage of it. That'll happen. Are you doing that? Are you start are we starting a whisper campaign? Is that what's happening? What's uh I want I do want to give the kids Eli who, Eli, Eli Fishman. Yeah. That kid hustles. I'll, I'll give him all the respect in the world. We met him. He's I do awesome. I will at some point message him this year and say I just saw this. Heard writings in Rortvet thrown the other day. Their names go together. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's my pride. We we uh Last couple episodes have referenced that. We referenced Yankees position defensive metrics stuff. And met defensive metrics aren't what they are. Whatever. Yankees catchers, by far the best team catching by defensive runs saved. I like that. I like Number one. I like that. Uh, okay. My pride of the Yankees, and I've done this before for similar reasons, and I will continue to do it. I do it again. It's Garrett Cole. It's game one in the trop. There's a tone that needs to be set. Sharing the mound is a Cy Young contender, Shane McClanahan, who gives up a leadoff home run and then locks it down. But what does Cole do? He puts up a no-hit performance into the eighth inning, right? Eighth inning? First batter of the eighth inning, got it? He needed some uh, quick outs. I tweeted, like, hey, in the sixth inning, I think I tweeted it. Like, if he wants to do anything, he needs less than 10 pitch out here. And he got a seven pitch inning. Then the next inning, it was 10 pitches. I don't know why the Rays were doing that, but it gave me a lot of juice and a lot of emotion. Unlike Kluber, even though I have my qualms and my, uh, you know, we get feisty with some of the coal shit. I still like he's a Yankee. He'll be remembered as a Yankee when his career ends. If he throws a no hitter, I'm going to get amped mm. up. I'm going to enjoy that. So I was into it, and and he was really, really good. And I think he went back to basics again and didn't throw the cutter at all. So I'm interested to see how that continues. Slider, fastball mostly. He started mixing up some curves and a couple change-ups, change no cutter. And, uh, you know, that fly ball's deep, but it wasn't a complete unraveling. 
They got him out of there beforehand. So I also I'm interested to see how because this is two times in a row where Cole uh, pitched the first game of the series, and something that Kay and them have been saying is that the Yankees have been winning the first games of the series. They're like it was like eighteen and three. It was something crazy, maybe fifteen and three, which I leads like to eighteen. That. And and Kay keeps saying an easy way. To win the series if you win game one. So I wanted to pull up the just kind of the couple things and see if Cole's pitched a lot of the first games of series because obviously that's what he's going to do in the postseason. He did with Boston. He didn't do good. And then Detroit, that was his worst start ever. So, But Cole's my pride of the Yankees, man. It, 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 it's nice to have your ace set the tone like that. And he's got to be not, he's got to be top three year right now. After Tyone and after um, uh, Monty and Nestor's games, this? so Monty went up to two nine seven. Cole dropped to three one four. So they, they wow, still, Monty still has him. Cole's had some bad starts, and Nestor still hasn't beat. Nestor's still the leader at two three one. Well, yeah, Nestor's one nine. The, the one, of, one of Cole's inherited runners scored. So the the pack is the pack is very tight now. Um, for what it's worth, what is it good for? Um, Fangraphs, who measure stuff nerdy style, um, they have Garrett Cole as the fifth best pitcher in baseball this year. So, and that was after a pretty sluggish start. Yeah, I don't. I I, I probably don't agree with how they measure things. Yeah. Um, but he's also been pretty damn. Good Not that him, I'm so. disagreeing that he's having. He's good. Right. He's had some rough starts. Like, to have that good of an ERA with two complete clunkers of starts? Well, that's... He He kind of only has one clunker because that Detroit start, it was 1.2 on two-earned runs. Oh. It's, like, it's almost like a bad relief appearance. So it is a clunker, yeah, 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 but it's yeah. not an ERA clunker. Yeah, okay. He, that he was bad that day. That twin start, five homers. He's given up 11 on the year. Hmm. That twin start was nuts. It's kind of like some of those twin series aren't real. I mean, some people thought I was a Looney Tunes take. Yeah. And then, like, Gallo went off. You can make an argument. Hey. Cole was awful. Why? Gallo's been bad since then. It's, it's Minnesota. It doesn't, nothing's real there. It's a London series. I just pulled it up. In, like, Cole's, when he pitches the first game against a team, pretty good. Against the uh, Rangers, 6.1, one earned run. Against the Orioles, not eight, this is when he went eight innings pitch, but allowed five. Went eight innings, um, which helps you for the bullpen the rest of the series, but the five isn't good. Tigers, seven innings pitch, zero earned runs. Um, then the Rays, six innings pitch, zero earned runs. And then the Rays again, six innings pitch, one earned run. So I think that's something I like. I like monitoring. It's easy to win the series if you win game one. Yeah, I won't argue that. If you did, you'd be a fool. Yeah. A fool's, a fool's errand. So that's my pride of the Yankees. Okay. And now, oh shit, I just clicked the wrong app, and I don't want to open wow. Microsoft Word. Why would I ever want to do that? Microsoft Word. I don't even know why it's on my computer. Jeez. You Yankee motherfucker. I don't want to give it to Microsoft Word. You go. Your MFR is. Good lead. Good lead. Uh, My... Yankee M Effer 
Where am I going to go? What am I going to see? So what's wrong with taking the back streets? Uh, it's tough, man. Because they win a series again. But, you know, we lost. So my Yankee MFR will be... I guess I'm going Stanton. Sure. No, no, I take it back. I'm going Nestor. Screw it. Wow. Nestor goes 4.1, four earned runs. Um, you know, we, we had the joke slash not a joke at all that the Yankees' bad start for most of the season was five innings. Um, five innings, three earned runs. Nestor now has two of these, 4.1, four earned. They're two of his last three starts. Um. I don't know. I interested not raising a red flag at all. Maybe a light yellow flag, like a hint of yellow. Mostly's pitched. Actually, it's not true. He always played winter ball. So he does like like you know, you know how many innings has he pitched? You can't really even say it because Right, it gets tricky with any guy. I, but but, but he inning, said he always played winter right. ball. This was the first time he kind of didn't. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the strikeouts have been down a little bit. The the starts of late have been down a little bit. It's still, you know, it's baseball. He can, if he goes out next start and shoves, like, everything still looks fine, better than fine. But, uh, yeah, I mean, compared to what he was doing, his last three have been a little tougher. Uh, he runs into the Paredes show and, uh, you know, the one somewhat fluky homer. But like you said, the slider and the cutter, uh, no swings and misses by Tampa, which, you know, I had a couple people in my DMs today saying Tampa was doing funny business. I don't know. Or maybe they uh, they saw something or scouted something, but I'll, I'll go Nestor. They lost one game. He started it. He got hit a little bit. Damn. Has Nestor gotten an MF this season? Can't imagine he has. Brutal. Yeah. Bruhan. Dude, Bruhan making those catches. He can dude. get an MFR. He is. Yes. Uh, a CMFR. Making them Sheffield catches out there. It's a cocky MFR. Oh. Get the net. Uh, Gallo. Okay. Didn't get a hit. 0 for 5 with four strikeouts. Last 27 at-bats, he only has three hits with 15 strikeouts. Uh, any pitcher that can throw a fastball high, it's just he is Chris Carter. He is uh, Crush Davis. So, basically, you have a competent pitcher up there that can throw a high fastball. It is like a one, two, three, you're done. Is that his first mf -er? Gallo? Could be. Got a knot from Biebs. Got a knot. I think it's his seventh. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's pretty bad. Mm. He's playing very badly this year. So, a little bit of an easy one. Okay. Um, I did something today with Max and Gabe. The kids said bring up his home run log. Yep. Does he have a, a homer off a name? Felix Batista is the only one. They were a little shocked with the results of that exercise. They're like, oh, oh, I didn't realize that. It is, uh, you know, that old 
that old Yankees take of can't do it against good pitchers or when it matters. It's kind of there. So I'm a little over it. Seems that way. Little over it. Yeah. Okay. Couple impactful. Couple of what? Couple impactful ones, but not against good pitchers. No. I can't see him in the playoffs. I'd need to have a crazy second half, but against the top pitchers and top relievers, I just think he'd be there to give a long at bat. He yeah. uh Ain't nothing. Obviously, Joey Gallo has gotten off to a tough start. Well, he, his seventh hole and ninth hole hitting numbers, he, he only has one at bat from the eighth hole. Funny. Uh, 14 <laughs> games from the seven and 14 games from the nine. He has a 908 OPS from the seventh and an uh, 896 from the ninth. Do the on base or batting average look good in either of those OPSs? Uh, from 7th, 265, 357, 908. From the 9th, 237, 370, 896. So, uh, we heard he doesn't like being up in the lineup, which was kind of one of the first red flags. It was like, oh, if he do- maybe he doesn't like New York then. Because um, if you don't like pressure in the lineup spot. The lineup spot. So, I'm, a, I'm still holding a piece of my heart open for right fielder Joey Gallo at the end of the lineup. I find that insane, but... I'm happy you have hope. A little bit until they show me going to have another choice. I'll, I'll stay hopeful. But I understand how you feel the way you feel. Yeah, it's worse than Chris Carter. I'm just being nicer about it because we have a bigger audience. He's played good defense and right. Don't care. We got three other guys that can do it. If we lose Joey Gallo as a center fielder, sure, but he can slide over. I mean, right, but and he's Hicks can play. Fielder, like, you know. like we got four of those guys. It's not a need. Not, not shortstop or center field, right? Or catcher, which is rare. Good defense in right field. It's good. Could roll the Yankees lineup of Dyson. You get find one. Hmm. You got Marwin too. I wasn't even thinking about him. Yeah. I bet IKF can play good out there. I do. I don't know if he can. You know, Walker was all right. No, Walker was all right. I, that first ball that found him. Yeah. He like robbed it. That was fun. Yeah. That's awesome. His first play was he robbed a home run, right? Or like well, jumping at the wall. Disco Neil. Disco Neil Walker. Yeah. Bring so him cool. back. He officially retired. Yes. Yes. Damn. You would have gotten some money if you bet on that. Mm. Mm. Well, I bet you're going to be able to guess Jake's next award, and you can go to DraftKings, the app, and you can look up the 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 section called Bet Jake's Next Award, and you can put a dollar down, and no matter what happens, you get that dollar back. In fact, don't even do it. Just keep the dollar. Jake, tell them what else they can do. When you're at DraftKings Sportsbook, you can place a lot of bets on a lot of sports uh, especially the baseball. They're the official MLB partner. You guys probably know that by now. Uh, and if you place a bet on any game, $5, you'll get $150 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. They got their same game parlays, uh, which team will win, total runs, extra innings, and boom, 
Boom. You have your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sports we have now and use promo code JOHNBOY. New customers can make any $5 MLB bet and get $150 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code JOHNBOY. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. 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 We're coming up on the same, almost the same amount of games and plate appearances for Carter and 17 and Gallo in 2022. Mm-hmm. That'll be a fun day for me. I'll lay down a nice comparison. Love a good player comp. Right now, Carter, 653 OPS. Gallo, 656. Carter had a higher slugging. Gallo has a higher on base, 291 to 284. Carter hit 201. Gallo's hitting 182. Chris Carter struck out 76 times. Gallo has struck in out 75. Mind you, 10 less at-bats. Um, eight home runs for Carter, nine for Gallo, five doubles for Carter, four for Gallo. Same exact thing. My God. <laughs> How are we doing this? It's, there's no tie. It's a free agent at the end of the year. I know the Yankees are good. And it's not hurting them, but like, oh my God. How is this happening? Baseball. Your first award. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Jimmy. I am going with the slap in the base award. Slap in the base. Slap in the base. Um, slap in the base. DJ LeMayu. Mm. Wrong. Okay. Jimmy. There's a couple all-time songs that start out with the bass. Come Together by the Beatles. Mm-hmm. All-time song. Yep. Another one bites the dust. Queen, Michael Jackson, Billy Jean. Yep. James, there was an important home run to start off this series. Mm-hmm. And it was by Anthony Rizzo. Yep. Which kind of set the tone for this series, set the tone for that first game, which you talked about how important it is to win that first game. Well, I stole that thought process from K. Stolen from Michael K. Yeah. Rizzo goes lefty on lefty versus McClanahan, one of the toughest lefties in the league. Chokes up on the bat, two strikes, fouls two pitches off, and then pimps an awesome home run that sets the tone for this series. And, James... Makes the Cole no-no game a lot more breathable. If Cole is in the no-no and it's a 0-0, you know, that puts even more pressure and more pressure on Cole with each pitch. That home run was huge. It kept the Yankees ahead the whole night. 
Rays did tie it up later. But throughout those first seven innings, set the tone for the series, set the tone for the game, Anthony Rizzo. I love watching him hit. Mm-hmm. I like watching Anthony Rizzo hit. Final statement. There was a comparison made on the broadcast by Cameron Mabin, or maybe it was Michael Kay, that I was like, you see, Anthony Rizzo chokes up on the bat, moves his feet, has a different approach. All O'Neill will tell you. And MLB players can do that. They were saying that during a Gallo at bat. And then they, you know, Gallo's not going to do that. He's been honest. He's not going to change his approach. Even though he hasn't been successful for the last year and a half, he has let us know he's not doing anything different. Yet people still sit here and say things might get better. When he's telling you, he's not changing. So I just, I didn't want to go into that because I got to move past it. Right. It's unbelievable. I'm like, yeah, change your approach, dude. Try something. You're on a 150-game streak of being very subpar. Said the same about Glaber. Glaber changed. What did he change? He stopped taking that big-ass swing early in at-bats and just... That, that is a very difference in approach. Glaber's a much different hitter. Swinging in the play. more pitches. Yes, but he's also swinging for contact and going with the pitch. Like he used to take... Remember, he used to swing out of... He used to do like a... Bo, like, he was doing a Bobachette swing. Then he was locking in, and we were yeah. talking about it a lot, and he's not doing that anymore. And he lost weight and got... Tightened up his core. Mm. Joe said Glaber's got huge hands. Yeah. Which is interesting to be that surprised. Like for Joe's, for how. For surpri- Joe's to pass that along. Yeah. For Joe's to be like, dude, he's got huge hands. It's yeah. like, it's got to be something. Yeah. Someone once told you you had comically small hands, and I don't even think it's true. That was ru- a rude thing someone said to you once. Someone did say that. <laughs> I, I think it was just a power move by them, but I don't think it's true. It was. Yeah. The same person power plays me almost every time we see them. Oh. Wasn't Trev. No, wasn't Trev. Yeah. I didn't say that. And that's what I'm saying. It wasn't Trev. I'm talking Yanks. They don't even know who Trevor Plouffe is. Yeah. Who's Trevor's your first award? That My first award is the Time After Time Award. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You fall. I will catch you. Time after time. Uh, where are you going, Stantone? Lying in my bed, I hear the clock tick and think of you. Darren Judge. That's good. Just like he is Mr. Dependable. I was rewriting my award in my head because I was like, man, Judge, he needs an award. Yes. So I, I'm glad you. I thought Judge and Cole would get prides. A Trevi deserves it. Um, but my God, judge. Yeah. Like the most dependable guy. I mean, even that pinch hit cold off the bench puts one to the wall. (laughs) It's like, Jesus Christ, he's a cheat code. And it's just so constant. Yeah. It was awesome. So he He got got in the bases loaded at bat and we were all like, wow, confused. Yeah, that's wrong. What? That's not how this works. 27 home runs now. How many games until the All-Star break? Good amount, right? He had 33 at the break, I believe. It was 30 or 33 at the break, 2017. 
And I want to reiterate, I've said this a bunch. In 2017, he started the season in the eight hole, slowly worked his way up to seven hole. People thought he was like Aristotle Aquino for a little bit uh, and just not like, you know, a real talent, just a masher. And they were trying to beat him with fastballs and he wasn't pitch. He is the number one game plan for pitchers now. Yes. They look at, okay, we're playing the Yankees. How am I going to get judge out? And that's how they, if they're studying the lineup, they probably put 30% of their energy into him, you know, and then Ms. Stanton, Rizzo, DJ. And he's. It's not working. Better than 2017. And it's so impressive. Yeah. And it's time after time. My quick, probably not good count. I, th- I think I have 25 games until the break. Feels high. That does feel high. 23rd all-star break is Three what, weeks. the 17th? 23 games says antivirus. Okay. Ant- antivirus. Feo agrees, so I'll defer to them. 23 more games? I guess All-Star break's a little late this year. How many games has Judge played? Like, what's his home run per game? Like, home or pace? Yeah. Because... Let me just go to danrook.com. <laughs> 25 homers. Seven. He's played 66 games, but he hasn't started 66 games. Go home. Um... I can find it. He started most of those. Yeah, he started, he's only pinch hit twice. So 64 starts and 25 home runs. So every two and a half, every two. 65 and 27 now. Oh, okay. Shit. He's on a 63 homer pace, according to danrook.com. So every 2.4 games, he's hitting a homer. It's pretty good. So 23 divided by 2.4 is 9.5. So 27 plus 9 is 36. So we're looking at a 36 pace at all-star break. Now, if I set the over-under at 35, mm. are you gonna, or 34 and a half, are you going to take the over or the under? 34 and a half home runs for judge by the all-star break. Over, under. Over. Over. All right. Now, what do you think he ends the season on? 60, over-under 60. Is, are you still saying safe bets under? I mean, that's, hey, that's where I will show that this is talking Yanks and I still have a little bit of normal brain in me. Under 60. Okay. But like 55, I think I'm over. All right. Which that's, that's an crazy. amazing baseball season. Yeah. Okay. 2017 was 52. And there's... <laughs> and there's what? There's a chance 60s... My under on sixty could not be right. That's okay. how good. That's how good he looks. Yeah, and he made changes at the plate that are working. And he just it just kind of slumped, and he's back. You think you could pitch to him in blitz ball? Yeah, easily. Cool. I'm different. I don't think he's good. Your next award. James, my next award is one of your favorite things in the world. It's the Invisible Ink Award. Hmm. Dude, for how much I love Invisible Ink, I don't use it enough in my life. Yeah. We'll get you some. We need to get some Invisible Ink. Like, Get you some. 
An invisible ink. Sounds fun. Write a note. How to write a note to people in the office. Have them try to figure it out. When they finally get it, it just says, did it work? Did you figure it out? Uh, Invisible Ink Award. Invisible Ink Award. I'm going to give the Invisible Ink Award. There's one guy I don't want you to be giving it to, so I'm not going to guess his name. So instead, I'm going to guess... Why don't you guess his name and it's a good teaser if it's not right? No, because then you'll guess my award and I'm winning the correct guesses so far this year. Yeah. I've been tracking that. BBD said false. He just said he doesn't track that. Right. I track it. So we're not in the the guess track track era. I have myself winning. I'm a four. Yeah, but everyone knows you're bad at tracking things. You couldn't Uh, catch an animal if you tried. I could catch an animal. Four-legged animal? Yeah. Okay. You're going to give this award to Wandy. Ah, James, James, James. There was something in award name that could have given this away. And after all our gallo beef, I've, all the comments are like, you guys are buddies. Chill out. James, there's something I often reference in Brian Cashman's office. Yes. His uh, chart. It's his dry erase boards. Yeah. That have the 2022 Yankees. They have potential 23. They have the 2028 Yankees. Can we just make our own? Yeah. Like our office has the Yankee schedule. Same as probably his. Yeah. James. Brian Cashman. He has a big meeting with, you know, all the guys on the Yankees, all the decision makers. And then he... uh, you know, he's like, all right, good meeting, guys. Everyone leaves except uh, he's like, you know, Booney, why don't, why don't you uh, stick behind? Why don't you stick behind, Booney? And actually hit the lights while you're over there. And th- this is the real plan. You think they make invisible ink boards? Like white, 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 white boards? Aaron Boone hits the lights. The lights go out. And illuminated is a baseball field that says... Secret third option for the New York Yankees. And there at shortstop is Glaber Torres. <laughs> we saw Glaber Torres make an appearance recently in the ninth inning of a game where I said, hey. It's dangerous. Ninth inning, Glaber Torres, when you're behind and you're doing your kitchen sink to try to win, kind of makes sense, right? Glaber Torres gets a start at shortstop for the New York Yankees, uh, which in our preseason over-under, I forget what the number was. I want to say it was like eight and a half of how many games Glaber Torres will play at shortstop this year after a pretty tough year last year at shortstop. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Or about it. Glaber makes a couple solid plays. Nothing crazy. Nothing highlight. Um, also nothing bad. Which, James, a popular discussion around this office, around Yankee land, has been the shortstop position. We mentioned Glaber Torres looks in a lot better shape this year. Defensively, offensively, running the bases. Those big hands. You know, I've been a Peraza guy. I'd love to see what the kids got this year, but any rookie in baseball is kind of nothing. Spencer Torkelson, the 1-1 pick for the Tigers. Go look up the kids' stats. Uh, he's having a, an El Brutal year. Hmm. 
if we enter the postseason, maybe we trade for that other outfielder. And and that's a spot. And then shortstop, who knows? I don't know if it's a break glass in case of emergency. I don't know if injury happens somewhere and what it looks like. Glaber Torres' defense has looked improved this year. I don't know what that means at the shortstop position. And we've had conversations ad nauseum that it seemed like he's not cut out for it. Still 25. If he has actually gotten in better shape that they're talking about on the broadcast, it's not just us yucking it up on Talking Yanks. And he can play that position at a slightly higher level. And one of our better death lineups would have him at short, DJ at second, and Donaldson at third with whatever's going on in the outfield. I don't know. I don't know. But it's an invisible ink. I I obviously don't really believe in it, but I wanted to bring it to the forefront because I think it's a fun combo. I'm scared of the combo. Obviously. It's a scary convo, that's what, especially in the dark, because that's the only thing lit up. If Kiner goes down again for a couple games. Right. I'd be okay with seeing one game, okay. where before this stretch, I'd say absolutely not. Right. But my main issue is yeah. Glaber's sitting too much. Right. And that's not good. Because Glaber is, I mean, he should be getting all-star votes for second base. And he should be playing more than IKF. And I think objectively everyone, like even people that aren't as brutal on, on uh, Izzy as we are, can admit that, that Glaber should be getting at-bats at over him. Right. Like that's an objective take, right? Yes. I mean, he's got 13 homers on the year. He's more than Stan. He's got an 828 OPS. He's got a... 263 batting average. I mean, Glaber should be getting more starts. So if that's a way to test it out, I'll see it. Now, this is a big pivot for me because I was, I mean, I've been on this show screaming, absolutely no. Absolutely no. Glaber has arguably been the third best hitter on the Yankees this year. Yes. And he's still, because of the way it's organized, will sit sometimes. And I don't like that. So, all right. It's an invisible ink. I'm not printing it and putting it on the desk. It's an invisible ink. Did he sit today? Um, he yes. Yeah. Because they went uh they went carpenter. That's his sixth time sitting in the month of June. There's four or five weeks in a month. So we're talking once a week, um, which whatever, I get it. But he's 25, he's in shape, he's hitting, he's one of our best players. I mean, that's more than, who are the other hitters that are good? DJ Judge, Rizzo, he's sitting more than them. When he plays, he's our fifth hitter. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Can you do like, it's baseball reference about bats by month. Like, yeah, you could just do like the Yankees team splits, right? What splits these? The team batting splits. Like, I'm trying to see like how many 
in the, in like this month of June. If I go to team splits and I click June on the Yankees page, if I click that, it should list all the players stats, no? Maybe. Just to see who has more at bats than him. Team at team player at bats in June. Yeah. Sometimes you can toggle it open and then like it sorts it by right. get by player month. See, I think like that's not an option right now. I'll see what I can find. But I didn't steal your last award. No, I wasn't. Okay. That's huge. Yeah. And actually my last award is gonna go to two players. So um if you took one of them, I could have just kept going the other one. And they don't have like you'd never combine so these it guys. It didn't matter. No, I thought you might be taking one of the guys. Right. But you said you still could have taken the other one. But I want to give it to both. Um, you know what? Yeah. Can I ask you a favor? Yeah. Throw in a third guy. Give me another guy in the award. Uh, it is a pattern here. Give me a third guy. Let me let me see if there's a third guy that fits. I, genu- I genuinely I don't think there is. Okay. Um. No, I mean, I don't think there is. Fine. You might be able to... You might be able to add one. I'll I'd see be, if I'd I can add I'll be curious, add one. yeah. I'll see if I can add one. It's the Girls Just Want to Have Fun Award. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Cindy. Yeah. Girls just want to have fun. Uh, who is it? King and Holmes? Neither of them. Okay. Neither of them. Okay. Uh, both of those uh, guesses are wrong. 0 for 2. Gallo stat line tonight. Two nice walks. Um, I said they. I said you wouldn't pair them, naturally. Oh, okay. I missed that. I yeah. thought they were paired. No, I'm pairing them. You wouldn't okay. pair them, naturally. I already gave my guesses. Losing interest. What do you got? Ron Marinaccio. Okay. And Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah. They don't know each other. Some boys take a beautiful girl and hide her away from the rest of the world. I want to be the one to walk in the sun. Girls just want to have fun. Ron Marinaccio's great. He's pitching well. Okay. He pitched two scoreless innings this series. I think his numbers on the season now are 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 good. When you go to his baseball reference and you look at his uh how to pronounce his name, it's awesome. Yeah. Marinaccio. Marinaccio. <laughs> uh, Joe's, Joe's rolls the R's. It sounds pretty cool. Marina, Mar- Marinaccio? Like that? Marinaccio? Marina- I think he rolls the R's and he hits the C's softer. So Marinaccio. 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 Okay, so in his last nine outings, 12 innings, one hit. His changeup has really good numbers. Yeah. Marinaccio has a 0.87 expected batting average against on his changeup. The actual batting average is 0.45. Slugging, 0.91. He's given up one hit on his changeup. And he throws it to both sides of the plate. He's thrown 98 changeups. He's thrown 49 to righties, 49 to lefties. Throw that good pitch. Throw that. Hey, throw that one good pitch. So let's stop, like, Acting like he's a guy that might get sent down. Like when they were, and I don't know, did they make their move yet? Did they send someone down? I haven't seen it. I hope it's not Marinaccio. I mean, this kid's been been doing it. Yeah. 
And the stuff looks gross sometimes. Like it passes the sniff test of like, that's good stuff. It's not like we're watching like Weber out there. And I'm like, how's this happening? Right. So that's the one side of the ball. And the other side is Marwin Gonzalez, dude. We were stumbling Love into the, Marwin. we were stumbling into the stat of, you know, I, I said, I think when he starts, like he gets a full start when he gets a full start, which I, I'm counting at three at bats in a game. He's been good. Comparatively. Right. And with the home run and another couple starts, we crunched the numbers. Hoodie Glaber helped me out on this. A 268 batting average, 311 on base, 437 slugging. That's a 748 OPS. That's way above the average right now. And it's a 108 OPS plus. And he can play every defensive position. So his his offensive numbers are being brought down when he just gets one at bat a game cold off the bench right. and a defensive replacement. So I don't know, man. These guys are getting a little hidden, a little stash, and you know, let's stop hiding them from the world. Marwin, man. I mean, the funny thing is when Booney hits the light in Cashman's room, every other name on the board is Marwin. Is Marwin. Yeah. He's the backup at every position. It's uh, it's unreal. The people here have heard me swoon about it. I, it truly is unreal how smooth the defense he plays at all positions. Shortstop as this season develops, he, he's he's in the boat there. Um, the the switch, being able to switch it and hit even at a league average ability, while playing every defensive position, uh. I laugh every now and then, Jim. You, normally, I'm the one joking. Mm-hmm. At the end of an early Talking Yanks episode, I think I laid it out, and I think you buried it home, that him and DJ both kind of disrespect each other. Like, Marwin's <laughs> not super impressed by DJ's just pure hit tool. He's like, okay, dude. I disagree. You play second and third, you can hit. DJ's like, Marwin... You play every position. I think they scoff. I think they're shower buddies, and they scoff at the rest of the team. Oh, so they're out. I think DJ only talks to Marwin. Oh, you're absolutely right. But it's still with the first part, too. Like, they have... It's kind of like... A rivalry. High school rivals. Frenemies. But they come together when they look at everyone else. Come together! Right now. Like, they, you know... Over me. Yeah. Good base. Good base, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. That was great. No, that was all right. It was just it was a, a C plus. Turned into a little Weezer. Okay. Because I sing that to Zach all day. So there you go. Okay. That's my award. Thanks for allowing it. Do you think Marinaccio's hot? No. I think your vampire tweet was like right on. It's an interesting conversation. He will be. He needs to figure something out. I think so, too. I think he's a step away. Yeah. Um, That's a different hair or, I, or beard. or like for He a might late, look good with uh, Orlando Bloom mustache action. Uh, for a late he night, should try that out. For a late night tweet about a depth Yankees reliever, I was surprised how much traction it got. Because apparently it's a popular topic. Um I mean, some people like the vampire look. 482 likes on that tweet. Um, I, I like, like it from my 10 accounts. 
I know we talked about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Joe's won the 50-50 raffle. I think the Rays rigged it. Knowing that Joe's was there and he would tweet about it. But only 51% of me believes that. Because I don't know if they can do that. I don't know if they know his numbers. And some of the money goes to charity, so... I mean, I guess the same amount goes to charity anyway, so you might as well get a little pub. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know it went to charity. Now I know. And now everyone that listens to this knows. Who's the guy on the Angels that looks like Syndergaard but isn't? That everyone keeps tweeting pictures of both of them. Lorenzen? He's kind of got... That kind of look going? No, I mean, I don't think that's... No, I know what Lorenzen looks like. It's not Lorenzen. That's not Lorenzen. I don't know. This... this the, From a different game, they posted this. They were sitting next to each other. Yeah. Chat, who is it? And I... I no one in the replies actually... We just posted. I'm talking about this. No one actually in the replies actually, like, said who the other guy was. Do they just call up a new guy? Like, there's... I see the name David McKinnon on their team. He's kind of... Yes, that's who it is. That's who it is. Yeah. David McKinnon. 32nd round draft pick. Not familiar with him. Little tougher Syndergaard. (laughs) Like, you kind of be like, yo, Rook. Yeah. You look just like me. And that's kind of not cool. You're going to have to mix it up. Now, this is a guy... Right. Who found a look. Like, this is what you show. He went to U-Heart. He was, he was schoolmates. How old is he? Like, this is a guy. Look at this picture of him. Yeah. That's, Marinaccio now isn't that bad. Glowed up. But again, no. it's like, you just need to find a look. Like, this, is, this is Marinaccio's rookie season. Yeah. So, Trev loves the MLB glow up. So, if, right. if, if Ron Marinaccio's with us or in the, in the big leagues in two years, he looks different. But I do think him and Laza both have vampire vibes. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Maybe Johnny can come back then. Looks looks good. They can vamp it up. Yeah. Revamp the bullpen. All right, that's it. That's it. Judges arbitration is coming up. We got a four-game set against the Houston hey. Astros. Yeah. Huge hit by Aaron Hicks in game one. Yeah, we, we did a lot of love. Um, we did it at the time, but it deserves a little yeah. this bump now. Uh, Donaldson's tag today was cool, blocking the base. He had yeah. the hit to extend the rally the other day. He needs to still let go. Did a video about the, the Hicks' recent resurgence on the SF. Yeah. Believe it's live. And if you're still listening right now on Tuesday, and we'll remind you all yeah. a lot as we go, Jake and I will be in the studios in Stanford mm. at Yes Network hosting the batting practice show on linear on TV. Oops. And then when the game starts, you can put the game on, and Jake and I will be. I know we're not doing like play-by-play and commentary, but we will be watching the game and chatting, and maybe we do some play-by-play as a joke or hang out. You've seen if you've done ever watched the watch along, it's going to be that. But you don't have to do two screens; you can just watch. It's Manicast. You just watch us. We're going to have fun. The we talked to Yes Network today, and they gave us a thumbs up on being 
our crazy Yankee fan stuff. Their words, not mine. Yeah. They said we couldn't say words like shit. And we said, that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't like that word. Really? Ships. Wrong word. Should we just do that the whole time? I I shipped my pants. (laughs) Just say all the words right around cuss words. See how long it takes to pull the plug. Yeah. Okay, I love you guys. Goodbye. Thank you very much for listening. It's the end of the show, right? Yeah, let's go to bed. Go Yanks! Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Dirty pop.